Hi. Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we preview the upcoming season for the Winnipeg Rifles. Head coach Jordy Wilson joins me in studio. Also, Michael Couture, the starting center of your Winnipeg Blue Bombers, talks about his season so far as the team, the 5-0 Blue Bombers. Gear up for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And Stephen George, president of the Charleswood Hawks, talks to me about Wayne Descour as Wayne Descour Way is christened in Charleswood today. You'll hear that all on the podcast. We're joined in studio by Jordy Wilson, the head coach of the Winnipeg Rifles. Is it almost time for Rifles football? Giddy up. It's almost time to go <laughs> rifle up on Monday. Yeah, we start on the 29th. Must be exciting time. Yeah, it is. Actually, I was just down at the uh, club there all day trying to get a bunch of stuff organized and getting ready to go. So, yeah, it's as... This is kind of like Christmas time. Here it yeah. comes. Yeah, all right. So you've got a piece of paper down there right mm-hmm. in front of you. That is that the training camp roster? Yeah, that's our roster. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, essentially we have our team. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we've, after we had our game against Augsburg in the spring and all our spring camps, we've picked down. I, I've got a couple of guys that I haven't seen that I know that are coming to camp. Uh, we've added in. But, yeah, we're, we'll carry about 80 players. And that's the nature of the, of the junior football circuit in Canada? More or less. I mean, the kids that I've added in are a couple of guys that are leaving university. So that they've kind of, one of them was at, was going to go, he was with us last year, went to Manitoba, changed his mind. And another kid that was with us in camp three years ago was at York for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's decided to come home and play. So those are the kind of additions we've had. And then I, a kicker, a local uh, young fellow that actually used to be my next-door neighbor. Oh, well, that's that, uh, Yeah, yeah, he's a soccer player and uh, whatnot. So we're, we've been working at him because we need a... We need a field goal kicker that could be consistent for us, I think, to kind of get us over the top. Okay. So how many of your players are local products? Uh, the vast majority. I mean, we have probably 90 of our, you know, 90% of our kids would be Winnipeg slash Manitoba, Northwestern Ontario kids kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And you say get you over the top. Yeah. Is that uh, Saskatoon? Well, yeah. I mean, hey, they're uh, they're the Calgary Stampeders of our league, except they always win when they get to the Grey Cup or the uh, final. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they're a great team. I mean, uh, Tom Sargent, who's head coach, has been there a long time. Does a great job. They're the uh, they're the benchmark for us. So this they had a this is they lost. I mean, they're always gonna, you're going to graduate your better players, but they also lost a couple of kids at university this year. I think this would be they lost a lot of key guys. And then conversely, this is the best team that we've ever had. So mm. we kind of think that maybe the, the the meeting point here might be quite good for us. How many teams, for those who may not be familiar with the yep. circuit, are yep. there in the the Western Canada part of your league? Sure. So there's three conferences in our in the Canadian Junior Football League. The PFC, which is a Prairie Football Conference, which we're in, consists of obviously us, Regina Thunder, um, the Saskatoon Hilltops, the Edmonton Huskies, the Edmonton Wildcats, and the Calgary Colts. Then the BC Junior League has six teams. And the Ontario uh, League has six teams. So there's 18 teams in total. Okay. And you make it out of the prairie, then yep. you kind of play the winners yeah. of the Yeah, so this year it, it it alternates, right? So what happens is last year, if you had been fortunate enough to win the PFC, you got an automatic berth in the final. Okay, and the Ontario so BC playoff. Yeah, so this year what would happen um, when we win the PFC, what will happen is we will then go to the winner of Ontario. Mm-hmm. And when we win there, we'll go to BC to play the winner there. Some fun road trips. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> how is uh, how is the road trips when you go to the places like far well, Edmonton, Calgary? Yeah. Okay. So in the past, we've always kind of gone for the most part in and out, 
Um, so other than Saskatoon, like Saskatoon will go in the day before, but Regina, we would bus in, play, come home. So that was an ugly day. Mm. So we've changed that now. So we're going to be going in the day before in Regina. Um, I think, you know, from a competitive perspective, it should put us in a better position. And same with Edmonton. We f- we'll fly, we fly into Edmonton and we fly into Calgary and play there. The road trips are good. Um, yeah, we should be, we should be good. Nice. So training camp starts Monday? Monday, yeah. So we operate out of the same hotel, Mustangs Field, is where we have our clubhouse and our field there. So we're there getting it all cut and, you know, getting in line today, getting the locker room ready. So we're ready to go. And when does the season start? August 18th at 1 p.m. Um, at St. Vital, we play the five-time defending national champion Saskatoon Hilltops. Big start. <laughs> it's a great start. Listen, we want to play them right out of the shoot. Let's go. Like, they're the best team. Let's see where we're at. And I I think the difference is this year versus in the past, you know, as a coach, you're always optimistic, of course. But in the past, I would say we always kind of had that hope that we would win. Now I know we have a fighter's chance. Like, we can stand in the ring and we can swing with them. And I think, you know, we connect one, we can knock them out. So that's kind of what our hope is. And it's got to be nice to play them early on because if you're, if let's say you played them in the last week, you're always wondering, how do we stack up against them? Yeah. This will, and even if you lose week one yeah. now, you get the indication of, okay, we lost, but we were real close. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's what we want to see. Because, listen, if you want to, like they say, if you want to be the champ, you got to beat them, right? So Absolutely. that's kind of what our option is. So we're going to go see where we where we size up. But we have a, you know, we have really good coaching staff. we got really good kids. And we're fired up and ready to go. also noticed online that uh, you're looking for billets? Yeah, because we have some kids from, you know, we have some kids from Sask. we got a few defectors that come over here. That's all right. Um, yeah, that's all right. And we got a few kids from Northwestern Ontario. So we're looking for last couple of uh, billets. Um, so if someone's interested in taking them, they can certainly call me. Can I get my phone number here while we're doing sure. this? Okay. Well, they can either text it's your me. your phone at, number. That's my phone number at 204-792-1379. If you're interested, you can shoot me a text. So, yeah, and it would be, you know, obviously someone who lives in the city of Winnipeg is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, preferably in the south end, but if you live on the north side of the city, that's fine as well because our practice facility is out there. And, uh, again, you're looking at, you know, you would get paid about, you know, 350 to $400 a month to take the kid. So that's kind of what we're looking for. And that's between basically now till? November, middle of November, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a long duration, but it's, uh, yeah, we, we would certainly be a big help to us if you have anybody that's interested for sure. How long training camp? Uh, three weeks till we play our first game, yeah. So we have two weeks well, uh, for our first week. We'll be in there banging away with our own guys. And then our second week, we have the black and white inner squad game, which will have full specials and everything, and that'll be on the Saturday um, after the, the August long. And then, uh, yeah, we'll have full referees, full game kind of thing. And then uh, we fire it up the following week against Saskatoon. You do play some games at ID Field, right? We play, yeah, we play one. Normally in the past, we've played... One at St. Vitale and three at IG, but with now with Valor in there, mm, right. it's very difficult to get dates. I mean, the good thing from us as well, from a financial perspective, it costs us a lot of money to run this team. So it's like $350,000 a year to run the team. Mm-hmm. So when we play at St. Vitale, it's about a five dollars $7,000 swing financially for us to be there. So it's actually a pretty good thing to play at St. Vitale, but it's also nice to play at IG because it's a great facility. Right. Yeah. How many people can you fit at St. Vitale? Oh, we we had certainly from a seating capacity, like in that fifteen hundred range, okay. we can wedge them in there, and for sure, and they can want to loop around the field. We'd love to have the that first game against Saskatoon, a huge crowd there, and get our boys riled up. And ready to when go. is that? Just a reminder: August eighteenth, Sunday, August eighteenth at one p.m. at the Saint Vital Mustangs Field, which is located at the corner of Saint Mary's and the Perimeter. Perfect. Well, Jordy, appreciate you coming down, and good luck this season. I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. All right, let's- So a tradition that we are doing now during the Blue Bomber season is 
Well, basically like a 48-hour preview. Wednesday nights on the show, if it's a Friday night game, it'll be Tuesday for Thursday night games, basically 48 hours in advance. We have on a player from the Bombers to help preview the action. And tonight, our special guest is Michael Couture, starting center for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Michael, thanks for joining us. How are you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Doing well. How has your season personally felt so far through five games? It's felt good. Um, yeah, it's it's been exciting to to be able to step in at the uh, center role and just taking it week by week. We know we've talked to you a lot leading up to the season about how you know you put in your time. You really want to compete for that starting job. So how does it feel now to be able to be put in that role and be successful? Uh, it's been great. Yeah, you know uh, I think I had a really good off season. Uh, I came in with high confidence uh, into this training camp and, uh, you know, in the first couple of weeks to uh, see how we've done has been pretty exciting. Was there any moment of doubt? In in myself or yeah. that we were going to be successful? No. 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 I mean, we put in the, we put in the work. So, um, you know, when, when you put in that kind of work, you, you kind of expect it. So how much... Uh, I guess credit do you give the offensive line in the five and zero start for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? How much credit do I give your, us as a group? Yeah, your five man unit. Um, you know what? We always tell our, like each other that it starts and it ends with us. Um, but I, I can never take as a group all the credit. You know, um, Matt's done a great job of of getting the ball out when he needs it out, and then of course we have Andrew behind there making us look good in the run. So. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a group effort for sure. So when you hear the crowd's reaction for Andrew Harris getting over the eight thousand yard mark, or the standing ovation Matt Nichols gets for nineteen straight completions, how does that make you feel? That's awesome. I mean, that's that's why we do it to try and elevate the guys around us. And it's been, it's the, been good. And the ability, you know, Jamarcus Hardrick has had to miss some time uh, in the last couple of games. He'll be fine for Friday, but just the I guess the next man up mentality is has been part of the entire football team, but definitely on that O-line as well with Drew Dejerly coming in and not really missing a beat. Right, that's exactly it. And that's kind of the, the mindset you have to have. There's no time to, you know, um, go, oh, crap, this is now we got a whole different group or whatever it is. It's, it's uh, you know, we all watch the same film and we all work together every day. So, um, yeah, there's no worry about that. Any kind of additional challenges that Hamilton poses that you maybe haven't seen yet this season? Um, nothing entirely different. I just know that they've, um, on any given snap, they can bring a different look. Um, they bring a lot of things, um, you know, like some teams will trend towards certain things and stick with that for a game. But what I've seen on film is that Hamilton will bring a number of different looks at a number of different periods in the game. So it's about staying mentally sharp and, and identifying what they're bringing. We ask in the media a lot of questions to the players about, you know, 5-0, and it's the first time in a long time, and the fact that Hamilton is the first place in the other division, you guys are first place in the West, but I imagine you're going to repeat the, the mantra of, it's just another game, right? That's exactly it. Trying to you know, go 1-0 we, and uh, this week. That's exactly, that's exactly it, <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, our our last five games have happened, and you know, regardless of wins or losses, you just got to focus on the next one. So, yeah. So this game doesn't feel any bigger at all than any other game. No, I, I mean, for myself mentally, I, I, I really try and keep an even keel, um, you know, never too high or too low. So, you know, mentally I, I go into it the same as I would any week. And your preparations, both mentally and physically, how are they maybe different on the road compared to at home? 
on the road, it's, uh, for me, it's being as comfortable as I can, um, you know, not sleeping in my own bed and nutrition wise, um, you know, getting a, a quality meal in on the road, um, and staying hydrated and all that kind of good stuff. Do you like airplanes? Um, I don't like turbulence. <laughs> the, the plane itself is fine. Like I don't, I don't mind traveling, but once that turbulence hits, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Because you're a tall, you're six four, and I'm six five, and I, I do not like planes just because of leg room. But I imagine, right? You get used to it. Yeah, they usually do a pretty good job of uh, of seating the lineman either in an aisle seat or if if they know there's going to be an empty seat somewhere, they try and put the biggest guys on the team in those spots. So. They look out for us. That's nice of them. Yeah. So you yeah. you're staying in Ontario after this game, leading up to the Toronto game. Do you like that? Um, I'm not sure yet. I, it's something I've never done before. So I think it's going to give us um, some good opportunities for some, you know, some team building stuff. Going out for dinner, maybe hanging out with the guys more frequently throughout the week in prep. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. And just before I let you go, a selfish question. I'm visiting Victoria. My sister lives out there next week. You're from BC. You're from Burnaby. Is there anything yep. on the island you recommend I, I have to do while I'm there? Uh, Parliament. The Parliament building's pretty nice out there. Uh, and honestly, anything by the water. Um, there's probably anything near there that's going to be any like seafood-related thing. I'd, I'd definitely take advantage of that. You like the food there? Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, I'll take you up on that. I appreciate your your insight and you're joining me tonight. Good luck on Friday, Michael. No worries. Appreciate you having me. Today in Charles, what a stretch of road was renamed Wayne Discower Way in honor of the late president of the Hawks MMJHL team, a do it all man that Kelly Moore tells me was one of the best people he's ever known. I unfortunately never had the chance to meet Wayne before his passing last year, but Stephen George has spent a lot of time with Wayne. Stephen is now the president of the Hawks and joins me tonight. Stephen, thanks for taking time to talk to me. What was the availing of that sign like this afternoon? Yeah, it was a very special moment for sure. Um, lots, lots of uh, lots of people in attendance. Lots of uh, current and former Carlton Hawks were there, and it was great to see uh, Mayor Bowman and uh, Kevin Klein uh, did a really good job uh, speaking, and obviously. Uh, unveiling the new honorary Wayne Discower Way. So what uh, street has technically now been renamed? So it's, uh, if for your listeners, if they're familiar with where Iroquois Arena is, it's on the corner of uh, Oakdale, uh, Oakdale and I guess it'd be Grant. Um, so there's a stretch from there on Oakdale Drive. Uh, basically, it's from Oakdale Drive to Coy Avenue, which has been renamed honor Wayne Discower way. How long has this been in the works? You know what? I honestly I can't really speak to that because I wasn't uh, I wasn't involved uh, right at the start. Um, I kind of got brought in after the decision had already been made to rename the street. So I think it's definitely been uh, a few months for sure. And just again for those who may not know how important was Wayne to not just the Hawks, but the hockey community? You know what? You can't even, you can't even describe it. Um, you know, Wayne wore so many hats. He was the president of our club, the Charles and Hawks, president of the Tiger Hill Senior Hockey League, also the uh, Southeast uh, Senior Hockey League as well. Um, you know, not to mention just uh, all the contacts and, you know, 
he, he was involved in, on so many levels. He volunteered for Hockey Manitoba. Um, he had won the Volunteer of the Year Award for Hockey Manitoba a few years ago. Um, you know, just it's uh, honestly it, it's it's too big to even scale. And I imagine some memories were shared today at the ceremony. Yeah, and it was really, you know, for me personally, it was really good to touch base with some, you know, former former teammates that I played with or even some uh, players that I had coached uh, throughout the years when I was coaching for Charleswood. Um, but, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of really good memories and some good stories. And, uh, yeah, definitely uh, memories that will live on for sure. And now every time you go uh, to the arena, you'll get to see that sign. Yeah, I have to admit, uh, even leaving there, I kind of took the long way to make sure I could uh, get a look at both signs again, just to you know make sure uh, make sure it was real. Mm-hmm. So, how have you found uh, your job filling those enormous shoes? Can't do it. It's uh, plain and simple. Uh, I, there was so much that Wayne did behind the scenes that. You know, even when I was when I was a coach, I had coached uh, in that organization for a long time, and Wayne and I were really close. And there were so many little things that he took care of or that he did that I didn't even know uh, needed to be taken care of. So uh, a lot of there's been a lot of situations where people have come to me uh, saying, "Well, who's going to look after this? Or did this get done?" And my answer is, I don't know, and I don't know who. You know. I don't know who would do that. So, um, yeah, it's it's a definite learning curve for me and one that will continue on well into the future. I am I'm positive. <laughs> so uh, last question, and I'll let you go as you're uh, heading to the lake. What does your summer look like in terms of preparing for the upcoming season? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, well, I shouldn't say first and foremost, but we've got quite a few things on the agenda. Uh, we're... Right now we're searching for an equipment manager. Our equipment manager, after 25 years, uh, decided to retire. And uh, so we're definitely looking for one of those. i got to find a webmaster for our website. Um, and then next thing with all that, uh, we'll definitely be uh, starting some recruiting and uh, just getting ready for training camp in early September. Well, Stephen, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes to talk to me tonight and enjoy the rest of your summer. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Tune into the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I dig you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?